It's time for the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. So, do you guys like any podcasts? A podcast about nothing and everything in between. Now say shh and muck together real fast. Smuck closer. With your hosts, Chris. It's like throwing a softball down a well. Yeah. <laughs> Jahida. Jahida ugly and she can lick my ass. <laughs> and Dieter. I just kind of want to get laid and have a good time. This is the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. It's a bit naughty. Part of the Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. <laughs> thing i sent to the group yesterday i don't know the video it was yesterday or the day before all right so so my son is watching this video i guess it was thursday morning so two days ago and uh it's this like video on like amazon or something and it teaches you you know like pronunciation and letters oh yeah i didn't watch it no today junior <laughs> 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 oh, Billy Madison. <laughs> when, I, when I walked upstairs and heard that thing, and I'm like, I asked Jahida, I'm like, do they do that for every letter? She's like, I think so. I'm like, have they done T yet? She's like, look what letter they're on. <laughs> so I stood there with my phone waiting for T. Oh, God. Because <laughs> as soon as I heard that, that was the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. T- 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 today, Junior. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, man. So we are coming to you tonight from... People, this is Scranton, the Paris of northeastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, That's no. right. Technically not. No. It's just outside. Clark's a Summit, beautiful city, sir. Paris. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Paris. Not, not this one, though. Well, it can Scranton be has times. its moments. Yeah. At 3 a.m., anything could look pretty. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Chick's, Chick's Diner. Chick's Diner is a wonderful thing. Yes, it is yes. a truly a gem, mm-hmm. in an otherwise not gemmy. Chicks place. or the glider diner? No, chicks by by. Chicks by. A, I've never by been a to huge glider measure. Diner. Yeah. The glider is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Chicks is uh, no, it's unparalleled okay. in that yeah. area. <laughs> so wait, chicks is the one. I'm trying. To, I'm pretty sure that's. Is that the one that's kind of by the university? It's silver. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a long time. I think right there's a, there's a Dunkin' Donuts right there. I mean, with it's my like right up before there, you get on the highway, right? Coffee there, like it's right before you, you I can, do any legal work there. <laughs> it's not smoking. Oh yeah, it's right before you can get up onto the highway, right? Yes. yes okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. I uh, think the last time I I played at the Bog, which was I mean before I moved, so I think it was when we did Tom's go or uh sea leg cd release party we uh matt and i and some other people ended up there yeah i feel like the last few times i've been there like you me and bob went there maybe a couple times over the past year and uh we always end up in the back room we're the <laughs> only ones in there and it's like they know we're back there but it still takes forever and then eventually they do forget and we have to go back there and be like yeah, like, can we just get three coffees or and, like, we're ready to order? And, oh, yeah, yeah, sweetie, I'll be right back. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So dude. why do you always go into the back? 
Because there's nowhere else to sit. Oh, because the place is jam packed, man. It's a small place. Jam packed is a relative term, but But it is. There's nowhere to sit. I've been going to that diner for a long, long time, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a tradition, you know. Yeah, just go there. But I've had many after gig meals there. Mm -hmm. Many interesting talks. Oh yes. Many, you know, short distance ride home at the time. So Mm -hmm. I I knew I was almost home once I left Chicks. I'd be home in five, seven minutes. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. So it's wonderful. It was like a beacon. Mm -hmm. It's like, come in, have some coffee. I'll sass with you a little and give you a sandwich. I mean, come on. Some of the waitresses were even sort of trailer hot. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. But, you know, I don't go there for that. I go there. I like I like when the waitresses there there are a little bit rude to me with a wink. It's almost like I'll go in, you'll sit down and be like, oh, I'm really hungry. And they'll go, yeah, or whatever. And you'll come over and I'll say they'll say I'll say something like, yeah, but I'm really hungry. So can you make it fast and just (laughs) like look at them and smile? And they go, I'll be right back. What do you want? Coffee? And then, you know, then they're cool to you after that. They want you to sass them a little bit they're like flow from alice right <laughs> kiss my right. grits you know gotta be sassing the customers a little yeah yeah you cold know, people need a good sass <laughs> cold coffee <laughs> i love it all right so this is episode 110 it's a beautiful number is, is, it, is it a good number for you 110 well it has 11 in it which is nice yeah because it I'm, does i'm an 11 that's my master number excellent well yeah there i you had go. my numerology chart done down in Lower East Side. Yeah, I know you did. It's a lady in a dark mm-hmm. place. Yeah, yeah. That's mind. that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, oh, never mind. She has a dark place. The lady saw your dark place. Yeah. <laughs> I am darkness. Everything yeah. you've heard about me is true. <laughs> it's now one ten. You've said it twice. Assuming yeah. the uh, true. Assuming the coronavirus. Even if it's one oh nine, right? It's one ten. Um, but uh, and I can always just overdub a letter if I a number if True. I need to. Yeah. But I, I think I think or a my, letter. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> this is one ten B. Yeah. No, just, it off just the a letter. Way. This is episode L. B. Oh L. Yeah. You just want to jump right to L. That's kind of in the middle, right? Is that the thirteenth letter? No. Fourteenth. How many letters are in the alphabet? Is it twenty six? Yes. So thirteenth letter. Yeah, but I don't know what's the thirteenth letter N. Well, you're looking at me. I'm not even doing the math, dude. <laughs> Why would you bother? <laughs> hey, Siri. <clears throat> oh, my God. No, come on. letter of the it's alphabet? M. Yes. It's M. Thanks, Dieter. Took, I just... took five seconds to count it on his fingers. <laughs> yeah. That's Chris, I I'm sorry you didn't even want to put that much effort. You were going to actually look that up. My God, dude. So I wasn't looking it up. She was going to look it up. I know. Well, I decided I can either use my fingers to type it into Google or I can use my fingers to figure it out. It's very German. And how quick of a typer are you? Uh... I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I could have out-typed my counting. Hey, listen, he's a successful <laughs> machinist because he still count to 10 with his fingers. Oh, that's, that is true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like being a pilot. Any landing you can walk away from is a good landing. That is true. That's, you know? a, that's a weird way of looking at it, but I guess yeah. the right way. I don't know. <laughs> I could say that about every well, time I, guess, I drive my car. I guess I'm glad I'm, I'm not getting I'm a on great a plane driver now, because days I now. made it home. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I was supposed yeah. to be down... Uh, down in Tampa next week. So we're recording this. What is it? Like the seventh? I think we have another episode tomorrow night. It's been a while uh, since I've done yes, like back to back podcasts. Yeah. Um, so the seventh, uh, I don't think this is going to come out until April and this will be our fourth week on our third, three week on four week off, fourth off okay. schedule. Cool. Cool. Our, 
SNL schedule, as I like to call it. Sure. I learned from the best, right? I, I guess. Anyway, so I was supposed to be in Tampa for uh, for a work gig, and now because of uh, the beer, uh, nobody's everybody's canceling everything. The beer? Yeah, Corona. Oh. <laughs> I didn't really get it right away. Yeah, I, I figured. Yeah, that was not a good, no, not a good joke. <laughs> Who's that sportscaster that bit that lady? Marv something. Andy is like Marv something. Great sportscaster, big weirdo creep. I don't know why I had that. I, I got that. We were talking about Marv Albert one day, and then I never played it. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I don't have to worry about the perfect landing now. That's good. That's good. <laughs> You never know. You don't want to be up in the plane when the virus like takes hold of the pilot, and then you got like a situation like the movie Airplane. You know, yeah. And the Is there anyone on board up? that can fly this plane? Also, that same episode and, like, of uh, Raymond would have to do it. Also, the same episode of Family Guy I was talking about just a little while ago, the one where Quagmire gets fired for oh, right. because at the end they try they pull off a. Because the air, the episode is called I think Airplane 2017 or something, <laughs> or Airport 2017, oh. and at the end they do the same thing. They fake a thing, and anybody on this board and Quagmire is supposed to be the guy that stands up to fly it, but he's stuck back at the bar talking to Hugh Hefner and some chick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's like Peter, Joe, and Cleveland, <laughs> who are all pretending to be stewardesses. Oh. <laughs> And they land it without killing anybody, but like the plane's on fire. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they'd be able to do it successfully. Probably, probably not. No. Quagmire was talking him through it from the control room. I don't um, think you could do that. I don't think that really would really work in real life. Yeah, I, I doubt it. So, if <laughs> I'm is, thinking that you would all fucking die. There's well, no possible way a no, civilian can no save a plane. No, not a, not a 747. No. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't happen by luck, but I'd have to say your chances of being able to maneuver that are very, very poor. Watch a passenger with no experience land a plane. Yeah, so this says the first result on Google is though, although it is incredibly rare that a passenger has to land a plane with no experience whatsoever, it is not unheard of. In 2009, a passenger in a Super King Air two-engine turboprop took took over and safely landed the plane when the pilot died mid-flight. Jesus Christ. There were two other passengers in the aircraft. I saw it's like a little guy, but... Yeah, I guess there's video. Well, there you go. Let's see what that says. I wouldn't want to do it, though. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I don't know if people want to do it. Oh, well, this is like a flight lesson. Yeah, novice attempts flying a plane with... It's just All a right, flight guys, lesson. Here's the deal. Well, that's... You've seen people try to land jet airplanes yeah. before, but it's always a simulator. And you've seen people try to land my you sure this isn't before, the guy who, like, killed the pilot midair? <laughs> and, like, that guy doesn't know what's going yeah, on? Yeah. It's like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to kill the pilot midair, and we're going to make this guy he's land the plane. So he's <laughs> Let's see what happens next. Yeah. And then so it goes to commercial. Just like he said yes when the stewardess asked, does anybody know how to fly an airplane? Isn't that right, Connor? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is this worth watching? Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they actually had the video, like somebody was filming yeah. on board. That would have been amazing to see. Yeah. Like an over-the-shoulder, there's a, another passenger over his shoulder, like, holy shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fucking die. Shut up. I'm trying to land the goddamn plane. <laughs> well, I would assume in the near future, planes will be flying themselves and landing and taking off via computer anyway. I kind of hope so. You know, I, I think... They're going to uh, have driverless cars. I'm sure driverless planes are not yeah, far it's behind. it's going to take them so long to 
to implement that. Just the infrastructure be, needed is. But like, it'd be easier in the air because they have more control over it. We talked about this like a couple weeks ago in the podcast, like for the car pilots mostly just land and take off the, in the air. That's just the, the plane right. takes over. Yeah. It's just basically auto auto, whatever they but call on it, the yeah. ground. It's yeah. hard to do in, unless you have dedicated places because there's so many people that can't afford new cars for this reason, don't want yeah. one of the new cars, but in the air where you, you basically have control over every, it's illegal to be up there with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess... I mean, at certain levels. Yeah. I guess the only problem I see is, like, if something fails, is it going to just fall out of the sky? Yes. So... That's could be that's a problem. But, but, yeah. that, but Whereas, what's like, that different now? Right. But if we're talking about automating everything, like, I don't want something completely automated that has the potential to just, like... Catch, like a bug is in there and like something shuts down and it plummets. Listen, that's into always going to be able to happen. But I think seriously, though, <clears throat> they're going to be able to have things in place that can safeguard against that. There's other protective measures that they can use on planes, too, like where there's like if something goes wrong, like little rockets will come out, at least keep it like from falling out of the sky, like some kind of back measures. They have other measures of helping to keep things safer. Cars have gotten a lot safer. Those things will get safer too. Planes will get safer. I think the only way it would work is if we had some kind of anti-gravity propulsion, because then they could just be, they could be controlled from like a master tower just with electromagnetic, actually magnetogravity beams that could almost like place it, like long distances, you know, like say you got this huge tower that can like focus on an object and well, move it let's around. put it this way: <clears throat> rather than conjecture about what the engineering would be, the truth is, if somebody d- discovered how to manipulate gravity waves with an object or a vehicle, that in itself is huge. Yeah, and how you, however you engineer it to work, it could be, you can do it in a million different ways, and, and you know, but just having that technology would be amazing. So yeah, I, think, I mean that in and of itself is. Then we can go to other planets changing. pretty easily. Yeah. Go everywhere else. But we don't have it there yet. We're not there yet. Well, but well, as far as we know. As far as we know. Mm-hmm. You think it exists and somebody's not telling us? Well, I th- it definitely exists. <clears throat> I just don't know if it's alien or if it's, uh, you know, a, a government secret or if... It's a breakaway civilization that's kind of fucking with us or, you know, I think there's any or it's us from the future coming back or we're in an ancestor simulation. And that's just part of the program, like to see what will, you know, how we respond to it. Any number of things. But it's definitely there. Well, you're just putting it all out on the table right now. Of course. (laughs) We turn the lights off and, and Dieter. That's right. <laughs> Spooky things come yeah. out. Uh, we should introduce our guest because you've been hearing a different voice. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the oh, yeah, entire night. Guy. and uh, Not really. <laughs> I mean, not really. No, it's He's so, in disguise. Uh, Vince is joining us tonight. Vince of the uh, Jazz Assassins Rebirth. That's right. <laughs> you, get, you know, the second coming. Well, in order to rebirth, you have to die. We never really died. Yeah, that's true. Just kind of faded away. No, we just it's, still it's, play with each other just in different, different formats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. weird, you know. It just, really always just comes down to geography. Like yeah, where where we happen to be, and you know. who's available when. Yeah, but Vince is a, a native of these lands, mm-hmm. as you know. So we'll get some. Uh, of these lands. We'll get some good old yes. school uh, 
Scranton stories out of them. Oh yeah, Scranton. I, I think I think what we should talk My about. My dad too, had a shoe shine shop in Scranton, a pretty famous place actually. Mm-hmm. Shine shoes there. I grew up in that place every Saturday, man. I met some crazy characters, and, guys with gold teeth and shit in the seventies. Yeah. Oh, crazy! <laughs> Hanging out at Deets Hats. <laughs> and where where with was Nikki it? In <clears throat> well, it was down on Spruce Street. And it was down, it was kind of in that area near the courthouse. It's, okay. you know, you've been by it a million times. It's been a million other shops. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it even is now, honestly. I don't even know what's in there now. Mm, yeah. But it was just kind of cool. And there was like, it's, it's kind of like when you're a kid and you're hanging out. It's, it's another world. So there was an ice cream place on the corner. My dad would give me some money to go over there and get ice cream, hanging out. And, you know, and just go back into the shop. And these people would come in. Sometimes they didn't see you and they give you a dollar or whatever. At the time, it was like a quarter or 50 yeah. cents, whatever it was. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. You know what I mean? You're just, it was, it was very chill. It was very downtown. It was very male. There was no women right. in those places. Right. But mm-hmm. let me tell you something, a secret about my dad's place. Yeah. Famous secret. <laughs> they had these long, cool booths, old style. Guys would sit up. You'd have to climb up into the booth. Okay. Put your feet on those metal things to get your shoe shine. Yeah. Above you, there was old style mirrors. And then above that, towards the grimy old ceiling, it was brown. It was so grimy. Yeah. Were these semi-naked, naked calendars of 50s chicks, (laughs) 60s chicks. And I swear to God to this day that has informed a lot of what I find a certain amount attractive in women. There was just... Oh, that's hilarious. I'm telling you. And I'd sit there and I'd stare at them and, you know, nobody really cared. The guys sometimes would catch me staring at them and they would just laugh and smile. (laughs) It was a really male space. It was kind of cool. It was very rare. It was a really cool thing. And I, you know, he had a phone booth in the back and he called my mom during the day just check up, you know, and instead of... The phone had a weird thing, so he would just put the if he put the diamond once and just rang it once and hung up, the diamond would come back. Oh, right, because it, it would say that you didn't get a, a completed call. Yeah, so my mom knew it would immediately call back, so he never had yeah. to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> they had this little code going on, and it was a phone booth. You it was a phone booth, dude. Yeah. You close the door and everything. Yeah, wow, fucking awesome. I still see that place in my mind's eye all the time. Yeah, that's great, man. It's so dingy. It was so gross. You'd never want to like. Take a crap there. Mm-hmm. The bathroom was really. My dad spent no time cleaning the place. <laughs> it just was grody and disgusting, and I loved it. It was kind of cool. It yeah. was so downtown. Yeah. It made. It's what made me love like cities, and I think what made me like what would want to move to New York or something mm-hmm. like that. Is just being a place like that. It's just grimy and kind of yeah urbane, mm-hmm. urban, yeah wacky, <laughs> weird people. Crazy drunk guys coming in all hours of the day getting their shoe shine. It's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. That is weird. It was wonderful. Yeah. Scranton in the 70s. Yeah, right. Yeah. Can you imagine? I used to go to this place called Deets Hats. It was right next door. It was kind of a famous little... I think it might have been around when we used to play at the Bog in the early days. It was oh, okay. across the street. There was... Anyway... Yeah, actually, that does sound familiar. Yeah, it was a pretty famous <laughs> hat store. It was there for a lot of years. And so inside, they'd have like display cases, and they would have hats inside of them, and like these little things, mannequins with you know heads, and put the hats on it. Mm-hmm. I remember one was like, it was like sort of a dark maroon color, and it had like a belt buckle... With like a almost like an abel like like a tortoise shell like stripe in the middle, so seventies. It had like yeah. a feather in it and everything. Dude, it's fucking great. <laughs> it's a pimp hat. Yeah, totally. And I remember sitting there with the the owner's son, and he was just hanging out there watching the store for Saturday. And my dad just let me over there while he had to go pay some bills or something. So yeah. I, so it was hilarious, dude. Just hanging out. We're just sitting there watching people go in, looking at hats. It was just whatever. Yeah, that's awesome, man. <laughs> so I had some. I had my dad was a downtown proprietor. 
you know, in the city of Scranton back in those days. So I was mm-hmm. hanging out with them down there too. It was I, fun. I kind of have a similar thing. Like I, I walk into a grocery store and it's like, oh, like I, I grew up in my dad's grocery store, yeah. you know, like it just kind of feels familiar, like any grocery store, especially the semi sketchy ones like the corner <laughs> bodegas in, in the city. Yeah. You know, because my dad's place, you know, he, he ended up cleaning it up before it burned down. <laughs> but like he made it very clean. Yeah. But when I was growing up, like in the 80s, you know, uh, there were some grimy spots, you know, <laughs> down in the basement. The basement was just like half finished. And beyond that, it was just like dirt and rock. <laughs> Did your grandfather yeah. build that? He dug it out. He dug it out. Is that yeah. where they had the bodies hidden yeah. back there? Yeah. Now they're buried after a burn. <laughs> they're gone now. But, uh, they're buried yeah. at they're your gone. sister's house. Yeah they're, yeah. they're gone. Dude, there is some shit buried. Yeah. I, I saw it. You house. can see it sticking out of the ground. Who knows what's buried underneath <laughs> our very feet right now? That's, you have no idea. We have no idea who was here before. <laughs> how long people have been it's here. It's going to turn into a like, poltergeist pretty soon. They only moved the headstones. They didn't move the body. <laughs> it's something like that. That's uh, <laughs> I'll just take your word for it. This house has been cleaned. <laughs> Yo, I kind of got to take a piss. Huh? I don't. I, what, for what we were talking about, uh, Scranton, Scranton in the seventies. I there was one thing I wanted yeah. to bring. I, I did want to bring up because of the funny Tux thing. Tux Army Navy too. Oh, name. I remember that place. Yeah. yeah. Still there. Marshall. Yeah. Marshall. He looks at you and goes, you're a size 34, 31. I'll be right back with some pants for you. <laughs> what color? Would you like dark or would you like light? <laughs> <laughs> That's and you got great. dressed in a tiny room and the yeah. only thing separating you from him was this thin sheet oh, that, yeah. that literally <laughs> slid across like... Yeah. And nobody seemed to care. Yeah. It was all cool. Yep. I you're frankly I frankly thought I frankly thought he was actually an alien. Could okay. have been. A benevolent alien that was just here to peep little boys. No. I don't think he was I think he was just doing us something, you know, hanging out, selling peeping little pants. boys. Oh hey there, young fella. It's <laughs> <laughs> creepy. Well, no, I think I don't think he was capable of creepy. It was weird. Huh. <laughs> he was an alien. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. It was a strange you know, place. It was like there was like something else there. You would tell like there might have been weapons hitting in there or like speaking, some Speaking speaking of aliens passing as people, we've we've met some quote unquote people. Oh, I sure have. That I mean I know you're positive. Uh, there's one in particular I'm also positive is a bona fide alien trying to pass as a human. Mm-hmm. Yes. You met these people, I'm guessing, in New York City. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not all of them. Oh, no. But Ooh. the one I'm thinking of in the, well, some in Vegas. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Probably more in Vegas than so, anywhere so, else. Yeah. So, so let's, let's, so dig in. Well, I would start like you don't with have to use one. names, obviously. Yeah. No, I would just want to make up names for him because that's always fun too. Well, yes, yeah, see, I don't know how to. Kirkpatrick is a good name to use tonight. Well, let's put it this way: <laughs> rather than telling stories and names, we'll just say instances. Okay, when somebody, yeah. when you're in a circle outside of a club, smoking marijuana, and you what pat- kind of a club? You know, just a jazz, okay. Frenchy jazz, Frenchy jazz, bistro-y, yeah. nice restaurant, good steaks, kind of stuff, cool drinks. Yeah. 
kind of hot chicks. In Vegas, we're talking again? No, right? New York City. No, oh, this York. is New York. Okay. East so anyway, we're standing outside <clears throat> after we've played a set and somebody at an open mic with friend we play with and mm-hmm. this guy would come up and he'd want to join in so we'd all just be smoking a little grass outside <laughs> and you right. pass him you know some some Mary Jane mm-hmm. devil's lettuce mm-hmm. oh that's no it's not the devil's lettuce <laughs> lettuce is lame anyway you'd pass him a paraphernalia a not glass and par- I like the band lettuce. the band's good yeah yes sure mm-hmm. And he would hold it in his hand completely inappropriately. Like if you pass someone a cigarette and they grabbed it with their whole fist right around the cigarette, you would say, you have never seen a cigarette, have you? You don't (laughs) know what that is. That's exactly how he grabbed it. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you're a 60 year old man Mm -hmm. and you don't know what that is. Like that's kind of scary to me because I don't think that's possible. You can't be living in New York City. You can't possibly be a 60. You can't have lived on this planet. You can't without knowing if I passed you, so you saw me smoke it. I passed it to the next guy. He smoked it. Yeah. And then I gave it to the next guy and they all held it similarly to me. Maybe not exactly. And this was not the first time we quote unquote hung out with him out on the street, you know. And it just happened that way. And I thought to myself, dude, he's probably not human. Mm Mm-hmm. Made sense, you know, and it still does. And I stand by it. Was there was there <laughs> yeah. any physical appearance to him that gave you no, this? No, not or at all. It was just all just in his actions. In his actions. Is there any of them no. where you see a physical well, appearance? No, even... He like, looked totally normal. He didn't look young, young for his age, but he looked totally normal otherwise. Yeah. Like Rick Scott looks like an alien. I don't know who that is. Yeah, we brought... Remember, he brought him a couple weeks. He's the now senator of Florida. But oh, right, the, yeah. The governor for a couple yeah. weeks. He looks like a bona fide alien. No, but it wasn't <laughs> even just the way he grabbed it. It was the way he proceeded to do the action that was completely abnormal. Like, just completely... <clears throat> like, out of the scope of what I would consider... Within, you know, just something I'd expect to see on an average day. Like I said, it's so it ab- it's it w- so aberrant yeah, that it, there's exactly. no other, there it, has to be a reason for it. And it was something that made me stand, I, I was standing there, and this is why I remember this one, and just thinking to myself, what's happening? Like, it, it made me take a step back mentally and say, wait a minute, what the fuck is, like, what is, is he trying to be funny or, like, no, he has and I've no seen, idea I've what seen, he's doing. I've seen UFOs. I have a story well, sure. there. I have a story there too. Oh, you could tell a UFO story. I, wait, I want to. I want to know another. I want to know another alien though. You met another l- little instance like that. That oh, put, well. that has in your mind cemented that that dude. I could, I could tell you another that one. That woman's do you, an alien. Do you, do you, would you want? Do you have one ready to go? No, no. I I gotta think a little. So you can go. All right. Well, I had a boss at one time. Little guy, kind of mean. I'll just leave it at that. Like little like Sloan. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah. Anyway. This man had no real empathy. You could just tell when you look in someone's eyes. And I, and there was, I'll just give you a short quip to get an insight. So 9-11 happens. You know, there was a day, September 2001, you remember it? I do. It's pretty weird. So I was at work that day. I get a call on my cell phone. Got to check out what's going on in New York City. So we all, of course, turned on a radio or whatever we did, you know, back then. Got our news, got freaked out. So he pops in the door of the laboratory and says, hey, don't get too shaken up. We have a company to run here. Wow. <laughs> like, this is somebody yeah. that like, Oof. and I always felt that way about him. Like, he just, he kind of faked it. <laughs> yeah. But he wasn't really human. There's something different about him. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird. 
Yeah. And there was a couple other small incidences like that in my life, too. But it's just people just didn't make sense. There's a glitch somewhere. And it's not just like someone who's a sociopath or a psychopath. There's different. It's something else. It's like a glitch. I like that. It's like a glitch. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's rare to see someone grab a glass pipe yeah, in their hand the way they did. Like entering the matrix we're living in. Yeah. You know, like we could be an ancestor simulation and this is like our descendants. They're like plugging into the ancestor simulation to interact with you know, whatever it is. It's weird that if we were you know, in a simulation... thousand years to them. It's weird past. that if we were in a simulation, we would have so much consciousness about what we play in a simulation. I know, but... You know what I mean? Like, I mean, when you think about it, even as good as a game gets, you are not in the game. You are not the character of the electrons moving on the screen. That is its own But how entity. do you know? That's a different thing, though. But that's its own entity. But that's its... That's like... It's an analog of what you're doing to push it along, but it's its own thing. Well, I I, I believe that it could be possible. Maybe that, that has consciousness. Like, does that Google right there have consciousness? Because it is on that screen. It's 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 there. It's working in itself. It has a system. It's it's on that screen chemically, electrically. Is it conscious of itself being Google? Or I, is something on that screen? <clears throat> no. It's just. How do we know, though? Well, we don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If we were a simulation for someone else, like why would we have so much consciousness that we would know that? You know what I mean? Like we don't even know that we're. Maybe that's the reason for the simulation. Maybe that's what the simulation is. <laughs> Am I an to, avatar to for someone in another reality? Could be. Where they're thinking what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Maybe what we're just thinking. all AI. I don't know. Going down the rabbit too hole. Damn deep. Like if we're all AI, we've we've tonight as you get older, too damn deep. You achieve. Deeter. Listen, AI doesn't. <laughs> I don't think that we're AI. I think we're. I, I just think we're some kind of organic life form. Whether we have a connection to something outside of our just being chemically present in the moment, <laughs> I don't know. We don't really know. You know what I mean? You could be completely atheist and agnostic and say hey it's just a chemical system when it dies it dies it's over why do we have consciousness yeah. maybe it's strictly because we have a certain chemicals that have formed in our brain that have allowed us to have consciousness i don't know it's that's very, the thing it could be a complete byproduct of biology it know? could be <clears throat> from I, other beings we just kind of evolved out of something yeah, or i mean we, that's kind of that's where i leaned for a long time and now i start i'm starting to kind of lean more towards like Consciousness is definitely something that's unexplained and maybe unexplainable, but it's a real tangible thing. Well, since we're you all know. conscious in this room together, it, damn right it's tangible. Yeah. It's happening right yeah, here. Right. It's reality that we know. Yeah. And then people say, get real. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. Wake the fuck up. Get real. Yeah. This is your situation now, mm -hmm. right now. So don't worry about what you're dreaming about. Don't worry about what your intuition says. This is what's happening now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if it's that real, then what is it? Where does it come from? Why are we here? Well, yeah, that's the ultimate question. I don't think we'll ever really know. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's possible to ever really know. Or is it possible that someday we're supposed to evolve into the type of beings that can, list, can live in like two or three different dimensions at the same time? We can do it now. We just don't realize it. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think the key to understanding the nature of the universe is would answer the same question as to why are we here? I kind of think they would be two sides of the same coin, you know? 
Well, sure, you'd have and, to know one to know the other. Right, <laughs> right. So, oh, it was, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, no, but we'd have, like, in order to understand that in a meaningful way, like, we would probably literally have to evolve, like, our thinking beyond the the basic four dimensions we think in now, like three in yeah. space and one in time. That's we, why we can't we exist so. in it. So we need like, we actually need to evolve how we think about things. Yep. And we might, we might have to experience another dimension. You know what I mean? Like maybe, like maybe uh, psychedelics, you can experience another dimension and then maybe that helps your mind now be able to think in that other dimension. Cause you can only think in, space and time because you you exist in it, you know? Right. So like when you have no frame of reference, it's not, it's kind of unanswerable with no frame of reference on that level. So maybe that's where psychedelics come in and you get to kind of shift, shift vibrations a little and interact with other entities and, and maybe see deeper truths of the universe and of yourself. You know, I think maybe that's, that's a big part of it. It's not been my experience yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm starting to become fascinated with the idea of microdosing. I mean, it's supposed to be kind of a so good thing. Mike uh, Allenbach, uh, who was our guest on uh, episode, uh, you want to say like eighty eight, maybe? Uh, no, ninety eight. I mean, not eighty eight. Um, anyway, uh, he's really in the last like month or two has really gotten into it and. He's got a couple of different Facebook groups and new one he's kind of started is for like entrepreneurs and everything. And, uh, you know, everything that, you know, I've going on, it just makes perfect sense to be in the group. And he's been sharing a lot of his, uh, like what he's gone through and his, his basically his journal of what he's done and how he's, he's, I mean, so he's a photographer and he's an amazing photographer and he does all kinds of stuff like that. And he also does some, some small and like video stuff here and there, I think, but just with everything he's got going on, it's, it's not so much to take in the picture, just doing all the work on the other side of it. He says just so whether it opens his mind, he's able to kind of compartmentalize things Hmm. where he can't now or can't normally. Um, And I guess he was also, uh, and and I I really want to go, I want to go talk to him again now. And I want to talk to him about this stuff, not the photography side things, Mm -hmm. but uh, he was, uh, I guess at one point, a, a, a pretty heavy drinker. And now he's he's gotten he's completely kicked alcohol, mm-hmm. and now this is, you know, kind of helped him with with that with anxiety, you know, stuff like that. And more and more states and cities are legalizing mushrooms now. Yeah, yeah. For re- that reason, it's being proven to be so much more effective for PTSD. Yeah. Than the current garbage they're pushing, mm-hmm. just like how marijuana is proven to be much better for things and the opiates are here's the thing man yeah people have to realize the reason why they won't ever let natural things through is because you can't hold a patent on a plant unless you patent the seed because when you create a chemical compound that has an effect even if it's similar or the same or an analog of, of something that's in the ground that you could just grow if you can patent that when you give it out you can charge for it and nobody else can make it can't just do that with a plant. So that's why a lot of natural things, even in the future, what will happen is sure natural things will become, you know, brought out as, you know, medicine. But the plant will be such that it has to be engineered by a certain company, which will hold the patent, which will make the money. Yeah. Well, even like Monsanto, like. Yeah. They'll be, you know, of course, a huge player in that. Yeah. They own <clears throat> patents on seeds for crops. Mm-hmm. And, and, so, and they put 
they put regular farmers out of business. Right? It's the underbelly I mean, of the uh, capitalist yeah. system. I mean, capitalism is good for in a lot of ways because it right, does but, drive innovation tremendously. Yeah, tremendously. I think it, it has a it has a it's the monopoly part of it that right. Is, there's downsides. There's downsides yeah. that need to be mitigated. Yeah. You know, that it need has to an be upper limit. Well, sure, abs- absolutely. It down. I, I don't think it's something that should be thrown away. I think it's good in a lot of ways, but just needs to be curbed in certain ways. I think yeah. when it comes to medicines, things like that, there shouldn't be so much of a profit. I mean, I know it's hard to say that, but the reality is if it's good for the populace, in other words, it's like medicines like that should be brought out and paid for partly by the government if well, it needs to be. Well, the first you know? thing that needs to be done is that, that the... Like big pharma needs to be dismantled <clears throat> and insurance companies need to be outlawed. Yes, oh, for sure. That's kind of well, insurance companies have actually behind. also done a lot of good because they've also forced a lot of companies to be a lot safer with their products when they weren't in the past. <laughs> they didn't give a shit. Right, but then I mean <laughs> regulation. <laughs> yeah. Well, that became that became because people got sued yeah. all the time, and you know, it, it really kind of changed the, a lot of that stuff. Nothing is ever really good or bad. It just kind of where's where it's at. You know, there's good and bad in all of this. Yeah, crap. but the problem the problem though is is how much how many billions of dollars they make unnecessarily. Like, oh, I totally agree. It's inflated way beyond where it should be. Yeah, I mean, it's shit that people can't afford. Like, if I could pay the equivalent of hardly like hardly even with insurance. If I could pay the equivalent of like a hundred dollars a month and have top flight insurance, if everybody did that, the government kicked in and then everybody kicked mm-hmm. in a hundred bucks. Because most people don't use insurance. Yeah. So you're really paying so, for it. It doesn't even need to be, insurance doesn't need to be a thing, though, either. Right. Like, insurance right. is there because of the system that's in play. Like, insurance doesn't need to be a thing in the, in the medical, and it just doesn't. Well, health insurance, I believe, yeah. was really first brought in because during World War II, they couldn't, because of the, you know, cash-strapped economy for the war, they really couldn't offer people a lot more raises. So they gave them health insurance instead. They would give them other things to try, because they couldn't really give them more money a year for raises, especially yeah. places that were labor unions that they had to give, like, raises and things. Uh, so that's where the whole uh, thing of getting benefits, that wasn't a thing even before that. You yeah. just went to the, I remember stories when I was a kid, my grandmother, you just went to the doctor. when you, you didn't, yeah. People didn't really necessarily have insurance. They just went to the doctor, he gave the medicine. Sometimes the doctor was a really nice person or a nice lady, and they would, you know, pay for the medicine for their... Because a couple of dollars at the pharmacy, they would just pay for it, you know, put it on my tab. I'll pay it at the end of the month. You know, they'd buy for old people and stuff. It's just how it was. Yeah. But medicine, of course, wasn't nearly as sophisticated. They didn't, nobody had to make MRI machines back then. Nobody had to make massive, you know, incredibly complicated laboratory equipment that could see all kinds of diseases and all kinds of stuff that we have now. Somebody's got to pay for all that shit. <laughs> that shit's expensive. You know, a, I sh- yeah, a CAT scan but, should not be fifteen hundred bucks or right, twenty five. Exactly. Absolutely, yeah. I think. Yeah. But we should, even if we had to pay, I'd be happy paying one hundred and fifty or two hundred bucks for a CAT scan. Sure. I'm. That's what I'm in favor of. The government kick in. We'll kick in a little bit. You know, it's okay. Let's have the best shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm good. Don't don't deny me any medicine. Give me all the medicine. Make it real easy for me to get if yeah. the doctor prescribes well, it for me. Instead of yeah. instead of. Spending extra money on tanks galore. Mm-hmm. Why can't that money go to building a better MRI machine 
it's the money is there. Yeah. That's the problem. The money is there. We already yeah. we already pay this money. Mm-hmm. If we pay the, our taxes. This money is there. It's just not being used right. Well, of course not. Yeah. But it's never. You know, that's revamping everything from the bottom up. You know, that's going to take forever, man. You're talking about. You could save a whole lot of it with military cuts. For yeah. what we spend on military versus the next nation. It's ridiculous mm-hmm. and it's just being propped up now i know we don't want to talk politics so we'll we'll, we'll end that yeah, there without yeah. going into why it's being propped up um but you know it, that could save a lot right there yeah. well I'll, I'll steer us back to the alien thing so what what are your thoughts on the possibility that uh aliens came here and genetically manipulated some of the uh you know, one of the human species that was already here. You know, there was. There I was, think that uh, could have easily Homo happened. erectus. Now they know sure. coexisted up until modern humans did. They coexisted for like fifty thousand years, and Neanderthal and uh, the Denisovans and the, the Minnesotans. No, the the Den- the Denisovans. Oh. <laughs> Is it like a? It's another species of human found in Siberia in a cave, and uh, they were like, from what they can tell, they were like giants. You know, like maybe eight, nine feet tall. Yep. And like the Andre. Yeah. The giant. Yeah. And it's <laughs> well, funny because there, there are lures in the in the old texts and the Bible and all that stuff about giants Sasquatch, back yeah. in the day. You know, yeah. they would talk about that. People thought, Well, this is crazy, but what well, if Well they were the they were really the the Nephilim no, not the Nephilim. They were well, they were the Titans. They so were the offspring of the watchers and could it, and human could women. It, could it be said that Bigfoot is an alien? I don't see why not. Why does big? Yeah, right. Yeah. That would help explain why it's so hard to see him. Could be, he could be interdimensional. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's like watching that Spider-Man movie. Yeah, you know, Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, with like, you know, it's this Peter a- Parker's dead and this Peter Parker's alive and yeah. he's fat. <laughs> Wherever you go, there could be aliens. Yeah, I think uh, Jerry Garcia once said that. I mean, you know. They were all really high at the time. But anyway, at Woodstock, he could almost feel it was such a Very. historic event that he could almost feel people from the future watching, hanging out, watching, coming back when they had mm-hmm. time machines. And this is a time you want to hang. Like he just knew it was one of those times when people yeah. from the future, when they can go back. Definitely. He felt them. He said, I almost felt them watching <laughs> yeah. us. And you're wondering, were you really high or did you actually see that? Well, you know, I've, <laughs> maybe he was high enough to well, actually he, see what like, was actually yeah, going on. Maybe their, that actually does happen. Their choice <laughs> I've actually felt that LSD. way. I felt that way about myself. Like sometimes something happens where you're like, holy shit, like, I know I know all it is is that like it's so impactful that I I I know instantly in 20 years I'm going to be able to picture this exactly as it was you know and then kind of having that knowledge I almost feel like I'm I'm remembering it in the future you know what I mean? It's like you almost get that of haze. It's like, is it really happening or, or is it a dream? I've seen it written, too, where possibly when you're born into and you change into this consciousness in life, you actually go right to start at your death. Mm. And it's almost like that effect when you spin a wheel, it looks like it's going backwards. So oh, okay. you go in, boom, and you actually live everything backwards, and then you kind of experience it slowly going backwards through life. Oh, that's interesting. So you actually already know everything that's happening, <laughs> and kind of know, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, and, and yeah. it's just kind of playing out. It's an illusion because it's playing out, mm-hmm. you know, in front of you. I mean, 
it is what it is. You know, yeah, no, I see what you said. I don't know, but that's maybe some crazy ramblings. I don't know where I read that somewhere years ago. Oh, that's cool. I could see that playing into like the holographic universe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, based on the way that the vibrations are, like you're seeing this pattern that's actually migrating backwards. Sure. You know, versus the the direction of rotation. And that's that's actually what we experience as life, you know. That's some crazy shit. Yeah, man. So what part of the simulation tonight on Too Damn Deep with had Deeper. you show up uh, to play a gig and the dog that lived in this bar shit all over the stage? <laughs> yeah, fuck you, whoever programmed that fucking bullshit. But well, thank you for making it piss Sloan off even more. <laughs> so la- last, I kind of see the value in it now. <laughs> last week when I, when <laughs> Ashley was here, we were you talking like about like some like really awful venues and she had to like do a yeah. show at like this pizza place. And I was, I was going to bring up, I wanted to bring up the, I thought about it, the too. dog shit on the yeah. stage. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, it up. The, just, yeah. the, just think the stuff that we had to endure now imagine the Beatles when they would go over to Hamburg and they'd have to play eight hours a day. Jesus. Yeah. They would play like four whole shows a day. They would do it in the afternoon, the d- dinner time, evening, and then late at night. And they would do it every day for like weeks on end. And you'd just go over there and you, that's how they fucking got good. That's a lot yeah. of those. They just wow. basically, they were all shitty bands when they went. I heard a record one time and, and it was live when they were in the in in Hamburg, Germany, when they were just making those trips over, and they were fairly terrible. <laughs> I mean, they were still the Beatles, you could tell, but they really got tight during that stuff. Like, George's guitar was out of tune. I mean, you know, they didn't yeah. have any tools. It was primitive. They were, yeah. you know, it wasn't like today, you go to Guitar Center, I can yeah. buy all the strings I want. I mean, you, who knows if they even a fucking guitar shop there. Who right. the hell knows? <laughs> right. You know, so you go in there, and you just get what you can do, and you do the best you can, and you just muscle through it. Mm-hmm. So it's not always good. Yeah, but you're doing it. You're doing it. You know. So life is funny. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to be all good, I guess. I mean, I, I shit, guess man. Not. I mean, yeah, I know some wealthy not. people yeah. who are miserable. I know some poor people are happy as fuck. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm happy as fuck. Sometimes I'm not. Me too. I don't know. I go from on top of the world to you know miserable as shit. You know, you know I'm I'm on the whole spectrum. It's you a full-spectrum kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they call me full-spectrum. FS. <laughs> full-spectrum Phil. <laughs> <laughs> FSP. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Wait, who's Phil Spe- I feel like I know that name. I don't know. It just sounded Phil Specter. Right. Phil Specter. Yeah. Wait, Phil Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Phil Specter, the, the famous producer who became a murderer. The famous yeah, yeah. Phil Specter. <laughs> But you said yeah. full spectrum film. What about yeah. Sonny Bono <laughs> um, and Cher? Yeah, that's his, that's going to be the alter ego character that we create. Full spectrum Phil. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Cher had a song out years ago called Half Breed. Mm. Would she be able to put that out today? Probably I not. Doubt it. No yeah. way. No fucking way. No. So not unless she is the half breed and she's referring to herself. Well, she was, I think, in it. But yeah, but I still don't think it would be a good idea. It's a lot of old shit that you, you just sometimes put did out we today. actually go forward or go backwards sometimes well yeah you definitely <laughs> we have lost the ability to say certain things now I'm not going to say that that's moving but yet at the same time like yeah. people are so much more frank with certain things right it's a it's a weird 
like some things are taboo and it's like weird how things change. Yeah, but the, the taboo things is. are weird because they're taboo here but not taboo other places. Mm-hmm. And there's such like so many people, you know, moving around and and people coming in and out of country, you know, those a couple from Europe comes over here and start doing crazy sex stuff in the street because it's not taboo there and mm-hmm. you know and taboo here it's probably illegal too oh yeah most places trust me um uh, well, no i'm knows. just kidding i don't know <laughs> yeah so the, the taboo stuff is, is weird because it's it's so regionalized i think yeah where some of the other stuff i think that's more like i don't think it's just so regionalized to hear like some of the you know we're talking about stuff you can't say anymore like i don't know i feel like that's kind of more like a, a worldwide movement yeah yeah like it's just not acceptable there's definitely uh, like the meek shall inherit the earth kind of movement going on. And again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, um, but it's just that. When everybody says that, what they're saying is, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, yeah. but I'm not saying it's a good thing. No, I, it's not, in and of itself, it's not a bad thing. But the way, you know, some people are going about it is completely wrong. And it's gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, for sure. I think people are just trying to be, I think people have to be tougher. They used to be tougher. Mm-hmm. We're very, we're very soft you know, now. When I grew up, the saying was sticks and stones may break, may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah. You know what that meant? Yeah, people are going to say shit to you. And, and you know what? It doesn't matter because they're just words. Yeah. Now, if somebody fucks with you physically, you can get in some trouble. So you better be able to take care of yourself. That's right. But if someone's talking shit, let them talk shit. It doesn't. It's meaningless. Old wisdom it is absolutely meaningless. But, yeah. it, but now it's like everything now has it's changed. the opposite. Yeah, and I now think, words are actually considered an act of aggression. I, yeah. I think maybe this too Slippery is slope. another reason why, and it's it's social media is because before, if you walked up to me into the hallway, you know, and you were you know bullied eater. And you're like, give oh, yeah. me your lunch money, kid. And, yeah, that was me. Yeah, you know, whatever. I beat Chris up twice a week at least. <laughs> Atomic wedgies. Well, you, you know, know what? Yeah. Dealing with bullies is that kind way of I a right. I buy my own lunch you know, and like an ice cream sandwich. He called my mom money. a garden tool. Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now, but that was she just was. an inter- that was just an interaction between you and me. Maybe two other people saw it. Right. You know, bully- now you go on my Facebook wall and you post that. Right. Now everyone sees it. Now yeah. it becomes a well, much now, bigger uh, thing. Well, yeah, because those two or three people that were just happened to be around were have, just your lackeys, right? That were just drooling, like yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> but no, they've all they all get it on their phones and immediately say it just it just oh yeah now yeah webs out oh yeah you know? now exactly now yeah. it's filmed. And, Can you yeah, imagine yeah. like being snapped? I don't know, like masturbating in school, like when you're in fifth or sixth grade or something, and somebody takes a picture of that and well, posts never, it on a social media to everybody. Yeah. Like I can say I never masturbated in school. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just, that's some kids, sure. I've heard of kids that did it. Oh, yeah. That's you know what I mean? Sure. I'm just saying if somebody snapped that, can you imagine? Now, like before it was just a rumor. Mm-hmm. Nobody had seen it. Only one person maybe to saw it. it to the photo lab. Now, now, now it's yeah. an actual picture on a phone yeah. that everyone in school is now capable Instantly of seeing. Can get. So I think the humiliation factor can go way up and the mm-hmm. ease I mean everybody has a camera yeah instantaneously mm-hmm. which I don't think in schools they should have cameras I don't think they should have their phones phones exactly I think in, in yeah, school yeah. they shouldn't have their phones no. because it's just there's no way mm-hmm. kids are just sitting there on their phones all day behind a book mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they have a book up like this and they're yeah you know. I don't know how uh, 
totally different world. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it was, yeah. I, I think, I think it was when Rob was, was on our show. Um, my old professor at, at ESU was talking about uh, how one of you guys asked him that question and how he tackles that in his classes. Hmm. And what he says, he has actually like the first two rows in like, if he's in like an lecture hall are cell phone free. So those were people want to sit there and not be distracted. That's where you sit. Otherwise, he's like, if you're sitting over there, he's like, you can't get mad if the person's on their phone. He's like, I, you know, he's like, I, it's like, you can't get past. You're not going to be able, you can't tell them to just put them away. Mm-hmm. You know, especially there, you're, you're talking to college kids, right? You're, yeah. You know, 18 adults. year olds and, and yeah. You know, so, and it sucks that we can't tell them to put it away. Right. Why can't you but, just say, this is a cell phone free zone. Please turn your phone off or turn it to silent. This is like a bus well, ride. But turning it to silent, though, I mean, they can still use it. I mean, don't look at your phone. You know why? You know why that's not possible anymore? Because whatever the cause is, <clears throat> like this country lives in fear. People think they're going to get killed by the cops or by another kid at school True. or by someone in a movie theater or by. Uh, an angry guy driving down the highway or, the or by the creepy neighbor or... down the street or like people are fucking scared of that. Yeah. The coronavirus, the fucking blizzard, uh, you know, climate change, climate like, change. That's yeah. another big one. The president, the president's going to yeah. kill us all. Every yeah. night, the fucking nightly news comes on ABC tonight. Breaking news as we come on the air. Of course, it's breaking news every fucking night. It doesn't matter what the fucking story is or breaking news as we come on the air. Some very important things coming in. It's just the same thing you know, over. Bernie and over. Sanders made an insult at Joe Biden. Oh, that was the fucking breaking news. <laughs> I almost had a fucking heart attack. Like they're just fear mongers. Yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ. That's Last night they ratings. had a they had a special two hour twenty twenty the the coronavirus. What you need to know, like need in blood red letters. I could tell them what they need to know. And it said like Wash uh, your hands. Yeah. Don't touch your face. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And if you get sick, stay home and feel better. But that that's yeah, don't that's, leave your house. That's a big problem though cuz people can't afford to do that. I understand that. Yeah. Back to our I understand that, but that's not going to change issues. with any other political movement. That is not going to change. People just feel the need like also people are feel like, "Hey, no one could cover true. my shift. I'm a nurse at a hospital that we're already short staffed. These patients have no one to take care of them. You know damn well it happens." Oh yeah, and no, we're all trained to feel guilty for not Right, we feel now. guilty for calling off, so we go to yeah. work. Yeah. If we could stand up and get in your car or get in the subway and make it to work and, and be even 60% productive. Because that's what you're expected you're gonna to go, do. You're going to go. That's yeah. what you're expected to do. That's what we've been mm-hmm. trained. So that's not going to come out of people's heads too quickly. I, I will say the uh, when when I was working for VF, uh, and even it, this was a, a fanatics policy too. They were very, or they became very good. Early on, not so much. They became very good about that. I, I think what really, what I think is going to help in a lot of cases, I mean, in that it was a business environment, but to be able to remotely work. Sure. So it's like you stay home, you're going to work, <laughs> but yeah, you don't have to come into the office. And it's tremendous. It's it, a tremendous advantage it, for a lot. So of yeah, so that definitely helped. But it's a, it's a service industries, and that's what they're. That's kind of the big concern out there now because it's those people that are working a minimum wage, working for tips at a restaurant. They get sick. They. You, you lose your shifts, you know, you just lose your shifts. Yeah, and eventually really, you lose your, your spot or your yeah, job. Yeah, exactly, yeah. If you're a night waitress somewhere and- Listen, I, you, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And 
I'm but, not trying to convince you. No, no, no. I'm but I mean, our the, listeners. The, yeah. <laughs> the point is, though, people also have responsibility. You have to think to yourself. Okay, like I understand, we're all we all have certain reasons that we go to work sick for whatever. We need the money. Sometimes you have a good job, you have sick time, but you need them. I don't know. Whatever you're trying to, you don't want to let the underling that's under you take over the project because you're sick for a couple of days because that little fucking bitch is going to take my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or that my asshole is going to take my gig. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just how it works. So the reality is, people have to say to themselves, like for the greater, like honestly, I just have to take one for the team and stay home because. Yeah. But you have to come to the concept of what's better for you and everyone else but people are inherently selfish so we don't really think about others very much and you're not going to change that overnight you're not going to change that anytime too soon i don't care what you do people are selfish assholes they really do care about themselves and their family I mean, and they'll, they don't really and care what happens to anyone else. I mean, part. if it comes down to a disaster, someone will push you over a fucking cliff to save themselves and their family. Yeah. They'll take your family, make sure you drift off at well, sea, and they'll take the boat. And it's a, just natural reaction. It's and ter- I, think, I think a big reason for that is that most people just kind of know deep down in their gut that if they do the quote unquote right thing and do what's best for the, for the greater good, they're going to get taken advantage of. Yeah, and and they they they're gonna get so uh, I'm gonna do what's best for everyone and not go to work. I lose money, I lose my my job. Now I gotta move back in with my parents. The government's not gonna come back and say, oh, you know what? We're gonna reward you for doing the right thing and not going to work. Well, no, no, here's I, here's yeah. five grand so you can get another place. You can you know you you can get a well, job. I, 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 you're totally right. I feel like what it should be more like is uh, okay if you're working a job and you're just gonna need to call off because you're sick. Liberal, more liberal sick time for employees. Like, in other words, we'll yeah. cover you with the days you're not here. Okay, you're not going to get your tips. I get it. But your job no, safe. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to lose the money from your shift and your tips or whatever. But your, you're your, gonna position, get paid. Yeah, your, your pos- position is there for you. And you won't even lose your money. You're Up just, to a point. You'll get paid. Like, we'll give you extra sick time. We could afford to do that as a company. If, if you're sick, you'll get paid for the day. You don't have to come to work. You get paid. Don't worry. You get your yeah, pay. It's a paid sick day. You're not going to get your tips. Rate. Yeah, you're, you're not going to get your you know, tips, but you'll get your hourly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll make your eighteen dollars for so, today. And if, yeah. and if that's, that's the case, so if, yeah. you know, and especially if you have like a real, like they can have better testing, and you can go to a doctor and you say, yes, he really does have this virus. Mm-hmm. That's proven. In Korea, so, they're doing drive-through yeah. testing now. So that that's the thing. So it's, it's not like you can go. I'm just calling up. I'm sick today. I don't want to come in. That's like no. Go to the doctor. Get a test. Boom. And then the doctor says you need to be off. You have the flu and you're sick as shit you really don't feel good well dude i'll tell you what you'll get paid for that week to sit home but please don't spread it stay home yeah you know this is how much it's changed like when i was a kid even for missing school you know to a to a certain point a parent could just call the school and say yes my kid's sick today he's not going to be in all right hope he feels better we'll mark him sick in in attendance that was it Mm -hmm. they didn't need a doctor's note no only you know, it was going to be extensive. Extensive, right. but it right. was never but, that extensive. Even three days, it was like, oh, you had the flu. Every, it's a fucking kid. It's like a preschool or a, you know, yeah, elementary school. You Everybody need, gets a sick. You yeah, know what I mean? You need some kind of documentation now, like yeah. for almost everything. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Jesus. And, uh, and that now has extended. And then, you know, when I first started working... You could kind of do that with work, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm super sick, and they'd be like, all right, I hope you feel better. Like, take the day, uh, you know, let us know before tonight if you're going to be in tomorrow, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, now, like, we give doctors notes to almost everybody for whether it's school, work, jeez, you know. 
<clears throat> I th- and that's that's I mean that's all of, there are there are companies like I said you know like VF seem to have gotten better over the years like they became more like to that mentality of like hey you know when one person gets sick in this department it just kind of knocks out everyone like this mm-hmm. you know and by the way they're losing money on people canceling flights because I mm-hmm. in the last two or three years I had I canceled the last minute flight to Vegas once uh, to New York like the night before because I, yeah. I had the flu like that stuff that like I paid with my corporate card that one with the flu was great because it paid for one of the flights up here to look at houses because I had nice. money in my travel bank <laughs> which I'm guessing is going to happen from this trip fuck, too yeah fuck the man <laughs> that's right uh, so I think maybe in the future people a couple of these nasty little rounds of uh, you know microbe infested beatings mm-hmm. uh, might loosen people up to the point where they're like okay you know what we're just going to pay you guys to stay home when you're sick like it's basically li- much more liberal sick day well you know if you have to cancel a flight for flu we'll work out some deal where you can yeah. use the flight money yeah. another day or if not we'll pay you back yeah. but if not we'll just give you a blanket uh, you have this flight uh, right. for the next you year you know what I-, I wouldn't be surprised if like at some point there was some kind of class action lawsuit that you know, like flights, the the cost of a flight was going up so much as opposed to like, like that, that was the reason for people refusing to cancel their flights and going on trips and getting other people sick. So the responsibility could actually fall on the, on the airline because they made it impossible for people to have any alternative than to travel sick. And, and by the way, so when you're traveling give, give on that said airline, yeah. you're now packed in like this. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, so the airline itself shares some of that responsibility. You give them no other option other than to fucking, you know, take a fifteen hundred or two thousand dollar bath because you're sick and you don't want to go on this flight. And you're like, oh, I'm going to fucking go then because I already paid the fucking money. I'm not getting any of it back. You're right. I mean, you know, that's their fucking fault. Because, yeah, then they cram you into a fucking tuna can for a few hours with bad, you know, air circulation. It's all bad. I mean, there has everybody's to be crammed in closer than ever because they got to make another fucking three cents per ounce. Like I yeah. said, it has to be revamped in that way. I think things have to be loosened up a little so that people are allowed to, you know, people don't feel obligated to travel sick to spread these diseases. But I think it'll take a couple of it, beatings it, from a couple of rounds. It, it goes. It, it, the monopolies scared to do it. It's the monopoly. Yeah. Because well, if you get the, the monopolies and there's actually competition, then you could say, Hey, I offer over here at, you know, Chris's studio, he offers, you know, paid sick days. You know, if you're sick, you know, you know, now I'm the only game in town. Fuck you. You don't work here. I've got a line of people out the door that do want to work here. Always. So you don't want to come uh, into work. You're like, I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it's hard to mitigate that. I mean, there's when people just have power positions, it happens at times. You're sometimes you're the man. <laughs> you're just the man and you make the decisions. But you're the man because you've squashed all the competition. There's nothing in your area yeah. because you've been able to and buy it up. You know what? When when you have monopolies like that and these these super corporations that have more rights than human beings that's true too you know that's um definition of corporation you know? yeah well yeah yeah that's, that's what true it means. yeah when when you have those kind of situations like something like these like kind of mini plagues or whatever this might turn into or you know the spanish flu if you've got the monopoly you're in you're in the best possible position you know, you're going to come out on top no matter what, because you're starting with the most assets. Yeah. You know, you can take, you know, 
if you if you take a fifty percent loss because of all this shit, you've still got a huge number of assets left. Whereas like small, you've got fifty percent more assets to start with, and than you'll the also next be able right. to buy all the stuff that's cheap after. Exactly, nobody wants. You'll be able to buy it all up, and when it goes back up in yeah. value, you'll make a shit ton of which, cash. which is exactly a you know a pretty good reason. For, uh, one one very good reason of what is I'm sure many that this could be a potential bio weapon or something that they were fucking around with and just got out. You know? Absolutely, uh, they they not only could it be. <laughs> They've been doing that for decades. They're yeah. good at that. That's yeah. what Lyme disease is, you know? That's something that got out. They have these little testing centers all over the place, and uh, it's happened before. I mean, I, I, I remember reading books years ago. By the way, that when I say that, that's what Lyme disease is. That's my opinion. I in no way have any <laughs> Yeah, did, that's why I didn't argue, because I've speak. heard otherwise. I've heard that it can come yeah. from other... I'm, I'm just pontificating and, and spouting bullshit, so just that's my disclaimer. But, you know... Continue. I, Sit there and think about Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. Did you get a little chubbed up? ABC. <laughs> Never mind. Don't touch me there. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> He's back. He's a musical genius. Stop. He was. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But yeah um, I read books years ago by Soviet guys who were in the bio industry, and they said that, you know, Soviet Union had enough microbes to kill the world population seven times over. And the oh, U.S. has had, wow. had, had equivalent amounts. Yeah, absolutely. We have a place called USAM down south, and it's the United States, um, whatever, microbial, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. All those things are in there, bad stuff. They, they, I heard, heard that they combined tuberculosis and Ebola. Jesus Christ. Like I'm saying, wow. they made super germs <laughs> that would eat through a population so fast. Mm-hmm. Like like hemorrhagic fever, anything like Ebola, anything hemorrhagic when you bleed. Yeah. That's not good. No. That's not good at all. No. We, we want to avoid that. I thought you So there's bad stuff. Way, way worse than coronavirus. I thought you disintegrated with Ebola. Just well, like you kind of, you just, you, you're, everything breaks down. So blood just kind of mm. oozes out of everywhere. I yeah. mean, just like <laughs> your eyeballs, your eye sockets. Like, yeah. been led. It's just dust. No, no, no it's not. No, that, that was, a that's a vampire. Yeah. You're, you're no. thinking of hammer studios. No, yeah. Sixties. No, yeah. 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 No, I'm making Christopher Blackula. Lee. Let's just keep moving on. Well, who was Chris Rock in Blackula? <laughs> oh, no, that was uh, Eddie Murphy. Oh, that's Eddie Murphy. Oh shit. <laughs> that's a classic. Blackula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen it. We, no, no, we, that was no Blackie. No, Black, I got through, no racist. No, that was Vampire in Brooklyn. That was Eddie uh, Murphy. Blackula was fr- like a seventies black exploitation. It was freaking hilarious. Yeah, there were several of them. There were many, many. Yeah, let's I, watch Blackula trailer. I love the seventies movies. I love watching all those movies on YouTube. Did that you ever great. see uh, what the hell is it called? Is Help! This, My uh, baby is black. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Ooh, now on Blu-ray. You shall pay black <laughs> It's fantastic. Yeah. You know, he is a strange dude. <laughs> you the nut that ran in front of my cab. <laughs> Yellow cab. Yeah. Boy. Boy. Black <laughs> killer. Look at man, you were fine. I mean, you got to be around here. You take your hands off of me. I don't know you. It's like Turner when he's had a bad night. Yeah. He hungers for your soul. Warm young bodies will feed his hunger. Hot, fresh blood will quench his awful thirst. 
<laughs> they should have gotten uh, Billy D. Williams to play this role. Yeah. How about the uh, heavy stuff? What do you think uh. of vampires? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're possibly the most fascinating ball. <laughs> More horrifying than Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta eat the white man. <laughs> the Black Avenger. Black Avenger. The Black Avenger. From American International Pictures. That's so classic, I can barely stand it. I want to go home and watch it now. Yeah. I know. That's kind of unbelievable. Oh, it's it's uh, paired up. This is like that movie, I like it, it Help My Baby is Black or whatever it was called. It's paired up with another movie. Yeah. That's uh, a whole genre. That's Scream, a whole podcast. Yeah. That's a whole podcast in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Watching those movies, it's yeah. great. Yeah, it's good stuff. The uh, old, yeah. Remember getting home, remember stuff. coming home, getting stoned, and watching that first Gumby from the 50s oh, where he goes on the moon. dude. That's so trippy. Oh, my God, it's the best. I, it's the Gumby best. goes, I don't know if I know that. Oh, what? Dude. G- Gumby? Oh. You know which one I'm talking about. What's goes it called the, again? Gumby goes to the trip oh. to the moon or something, like the Gumby to the moon or something. Gumby's, I, I forget the title. Did you have you did uh speaking of Eddie Murphy? Oh, did yeah. you see when he was on uh, SNL like for the Christmas episodes recently? Uh, yeah, like, no, I didn't. Uh, I haven't watched. He it. did. He did Gumby during weekend. Oh, he did. He was great at Gumby, man. He was, it was still yeah. funny. Eddie, Eddie's fuck. so funny. He could do it today, right now. He could do. Uh, it we're not watching a sixteen-minute uh, movie here. We'll I thought watch. there was like a trailer or something. No, we'll just watch a little bit, or I can fast forward it. Yeah, just go to like an interesting part. Okay, so he's getting into a toy. That? Look, he's on the moon. Ah, oh, Jesus uh, H. Christ. Oh, whatever. I Not we had ad blocker yeah, anyway. All right, so Gumby goes to the moon. That's just one to watch later for when the kids go to bed. <laughs> yeah. When you're having like, your, look, look at that You shit. know, for your ladies when you're having your wine night. Yep. That night when wine the kids night. are with their father. Yeah. And you're just <laughs> sitting home. You could flick the electric buddy With your electric buddy. Yeah. With the uh, bean hammer. Yeah. I'm no. talking to you. Having a wine Edith. night. Eat it. Eat it. Yeah. So Gumby goes Nothing to the moon. That. Yeah. We'll add that to Doesn't our... this look crazy, man? Yeah. I remember. I fucking love Gumby. Just that old style shit. Yeah. yeah. Even, even a good, I'll tell you what, even a good Mr. Rogers episode. Oh, yeah. It's good yeah. jazz in it. Yeah. Dude, that's what I love about a lot of old shows, man. They had great music. They really did. I love watching like, like watch like a Flintstones episode. You don't even, don't yeah. even pay attention to what's going Just on. Just listen to the music. Just listen to the music. Yes. All of those old cartoons, it was like all big band jazz. Man, yeah. The entire thing. It was yeah. great. And it was recorded live as a group in yeah. a studio. Probably hey Arnold watching, has great music. You know, and they're yeah. doing that and yeah. Bugs Bunny's running around with blackface on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But you know the music is the music great. It's great, <laughs> and the sound and all the you know and and it's so well done with like all the sound effects from the percussion section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, they threw money at things, big bands, everybody yeah. playing lots of music. Well, I mean that's what that's what they had to do. Now it's a guy on a keyboard. Yeah, there was no other way to do that. Yeah, back then you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, it's still. Or sucks. it was it, at that point they could do it, but it was still more expensive than paying. Oh yeah, twenty five or thirty guys. Imagine you know? back in the day when all musicians there was like live music on all the shows. Yeah, yeah. everything. You know, like yeah. there was no recording. Yeah, no. It's and the only well, things you still kind of get are like the late night, the shows. late night, and even then, I don't know if all of them still have a lot of them. Been cutting back on those. Yeah, too. like 
And but now it's you know like Jimmy Fallon uses the roots. Yeah, yeah. You know it's it's not you know you know Kevin Eubanks or uh, who's the guy who took over. Wait, did I just screw it? no Branford Marsalis and then Kevin Eubanks took over for Jay when Jay was doing it. Those yeah. were his two band leaders. I don't know who finished yeah, tonight show for him. Yeah, now with Jimmy Fallon, it's uh, John Bat- Baptiste, that piano wait. player. You mean wait, Jimmy Fallon uses the Roots. Oh, so who who does he play for then? Is Maybe it, it's Colbert. Is it Colbert? Yeah, because that would have taken over for uh, Paul Schaefer. That must be what I'm Schaefer of. was was uh, Letterman's guy. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I told. And then, and up. then, it, I mean, uh, <laughs> you, you can know, edit all that out. Conan used out. to have Max Weinberg. I mean, yeah, you know, Springsteen's drummer, but with his big band outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. they were great. They had uh, oh, they were, yeah, they were yeah. Jimmy uh, and even the Roots are Jimmy great. Jimmy Vivino on guitar and all those guys. Yeah, yeah they were all they're all really great musicians. Yeah. These are, yeah. I guess you know, and then the one other play, and even then, it's not even so like much. The SNL band, all those guys SNL. in there are ridiculous. They're yeah. like some of the best musicians on planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, like none of those people in there are slouches. They're all ridiculous, you know? Yeah. We just got to watch one of these. That's a classic. In the year. Oh, my God. See, when I was, like, in college, like, late high school, early college, this was the dream gig. I was like, man, I could do that, even though I couldn't. (laughs) You, That's a great wanna, Do you want to form the house band for Dinner with Schmucks? Yeah, dude. Happy Let's do it, year. man. Happy the house year, band. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. You get yeah, that corner. I'm looking. Yeah. Look young yeah, the, Andy you know, Richter. out there in the closet. And, uh, just do the bathroom, but you can only be in there for five minutes. Really good year or a really crappy one. Depending on what paper you read. Okay, good. All right. You're hoping for the good one, I think. Well, you know, whatever. Well, it is a. in the middle will be fine with me. Somewhere in between. Well, the new year is upon us, Andy. So. I know. In my opinion, I think this is yeah, what the most is relevant from? I think time 97? to look into the future. Yep. The future, yeah. Conan? 1-1-97. That's right, contractual wow. friend. Let us all Six months. look We hadn't even graduated high school, yeah. All the way to the year 2000. Uh, that is the that is the day after Freethy got me my camera for the first time. Nice. It was that New Year's Eve the night before. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have the lights on his collar yet. (laughs) The New York School Board will crack down on students who carry guns by insisting they use silencers while in the library. (laughs) Writing on the success of Evita, Producers hurry to release the life story of another prominent woman. Bubita, the trials and tribulations of Pamela Lee. <laughs> That's a name you hear Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the urban dialect Ebonics will replace English as the nation's <laughs> chief language. Instead of ending the inaugural oath with, so help me God, presidents will say, yo God, don't play me, sucker. <laughs> Whereas if he did that today, he would be like, yo, don't be no bitch ass nigga. He wouldn't be on the, he wouldn't be on the TV anymore. Yeah. Just to say it was dated, it's so dated when they think it would be. With the widespread use of a highly effective contraceptive. 
Michael Jordan Cologne. Did not resonate. No, I, I forgot what the deal was. But yeah, MJ. Johnson and Johnson will replace its No More Tears baby shampoo with the much more useful No More Poo that looks like mustard baby shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> that only lasts for a little while. After retiring from the White House, President Clinton requests and is granted an appointment to a newly formed position in the Department of Health. His title, National Breast and Fried Food Inspector. God, Clinton jokes. <laughs> Holy Bill Clinton shit. jokes. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Boutros Ghali will suffer yet another humiliation when the world decides his name is too ridiculous and forces him to answer to Johnny Bacon Bits. <laughs> They're not all winners. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, I think that's enough. That's <laughs> yeah. Since it's 20 years and two times. Yeah, I think it's uh, Vince is probably about ready to yes. uh, yeah. sign off. So at the we very least, we'll pause. I don't know if we're getting a third member yeah, I'll, back. Yeah, I'll not. come back on if she's. But we'll uh, come back on if, if at the very least we'll down. come back on and we'll wrap this up. Yeah, and then we can watch the league. Yeah, but for now we're going <laughs> to. It's Saturday night. Off. People just want to relax, man. Everybody and don't forget just... to set your clocks ahead. Except when you hear this, they will have already been ahead for a couple of weeks. Like so, three uh, weeks. Yeah. So hope for uh, if you're not on it by now, then <laughs> you're fucked, <laughs> and you should. Kill yourself. Okay. Uh, well, back. no. Let's. Uh, so, Vince, uh, oh, do you yeah. want to plug anything? I don't know. I mean, do you have any yeah, gigs, you got any coming, gigs up? coming up in the city, the city. or anywhere? Uh, anywhere? Uh, nothing. I want to plug. Nothing. You it was just plug. a. It was fun. Thanks for having me uh, to hang and yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see getting stoned and just going crazy. This summer, we're gonna, this summer yeah. we're going to come to the city and we'll do one. Yeah. That'd be fun. There's a lot of cool places. Uh, yeah. I told them we got to go to the Dream House. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter could probably hook him up at some cool places to do a podcast. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Oh, we'll all do it. Yeah. That's the, the Oak and we'll Iron come up even. And we'll go. One of those places. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great, man. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be uh, hopefully. Just doing tarot readings there every two. We should do it while she's doing tarot readings. She's done with those for now, though. Oh, that's right. I did see that. But it still could be a place to yeah. do that. The sacks. Yeah. There's other. Lots the meat of, sacks. There's lots of. <laughs> now it's out there. No, there's definitely, definitely a lot of places. Uh, he could peter that out. The what? My nickname for her, Meat Sacks. Now you got to peter it out again. Does she listen to the podcast? No. Ah. Oh, time to go. It's my crotch phone. Yeah. It tells me to stop. All right. I have to take my medicine now. All right, Vince. Okay, good call. Thank you for uh, stopping by. It was nice to find you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, man, that was fun. Good gig today. Fist yeah. bump. Fist, coronavirus. Anti fist, yeah. fist bump. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll get you back on again sometime soon. Yeah, man. So we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, safe travels and uh, enjoy the city. Yeah. Enjoy. I will. Thanks, guys. Hey, we want to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast. New sponsor? Oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> Benny Bands Headbands. So Benny Band Headbands, they are designed in the USA and they are the best headbands for working out, hanging out, playing hard and looking good. They're great for kids and they're great for men and women. 
Yeah, and uh, if you want to check them out, you can go to bannybands.com. That's B-A-N-I-B-A-N-D-S dot com. Bannybands.com. <laughs> it's Banny Bands. They're good. They're sweaty. They're good. Oh, wait, no. What? Have a question or just want to speak your mind? Call and leave us a message at 863-576-4902, and we'll play your call back on the next episode. Yeah, so are reindeers real? Are reindeers real? Yeah, they absolutely exist. (laughs) I mean, they're a real. They're a real. Why was that question? How did we never ask that and figure that out? No, you know what? I did ask that at the whenever the first time. Yeah, and as I I didn't like, it didn't register until the words were out of my mouth. Neither is I until I said it too. Yeah, and I was like, "What a stupid fucking question!" There, yeah. If if so, you if someone doesn't know that reindeer are real. Animals <clears throat> that exist oh. in the here and now, and I can tell you who wrote it because she pluralized the word deer. <laughs> I know that California, Florida girl doesn't know anything about deer. Speaking of deer, <clears throat> for the second time in my life, driving oh, home yeah. from Honesdale, I had a deer jump off the side of a hill and into my fucking car. Yeah, dude, that blows. It did very little damage. <laughs> a bunch of its hair is stuck in my fucking wheel. <laughs> yeah. And um, apparently I knocked I, loose some some plastic things. So, so it should be minimal, minimal repairs. Because that's the only thing. The other thing, too, like it happens. And as soon as it happened, like I hear a sound like yeah. I'm like, fuck. But my I know when those things, too, like if you do something with your tire, like that pressure light will come on right away. Oh, yeah. Uh, like uh, so that wasn't coming on. So I didn't think it was the tire. But I'm like, who knows? You know, I've had that before. It bounced off. It hit my fucking thing, knocked off my passenger mirror, and then went and bounced off my rear quarter panel when it happened in my old Honda years ago. So this one, so I I get down the street like another couple hundred feet and able to pull into a parking lot or in front of a a building that's been closed for eons, it looks like. And uh, I walk out and I'm like, and I walk around. I'm like, it's like nothing. I see the hair and then I see the plastic it's basically the mud guard underneath like the front end or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of pushed it and slid it behind the the thing and yeah, looked around. I'm like, all right, everything else looks okay. So, you know, I went on my merry way. Mm-hmm. Um, but fucking That's deer, crazy, man. Though. Because, and what it was too, one of my biggest things I hate in my entire life. And, mm-hmm. and I've dealt, dealt with this. All right. In, in general. And then specifically, so in general, we'll, we'll specifically driving on Route Six going west when the fucking sun is setting. <clears throat> oh, dude, that was blinding. And that and and it happened. You know what else? When I lived in Florida, too, both fucking houses I lived in. In fact, I even think in the last apartment complex I lived in, for whatever reason, like. I always had to drive directly in the sun to leave my yeah. community development. And down there, like every fucking morning, your car's all fogged up because it's 95% humidity at yeah. seven in the morning. And inside your car, it's actually cool. Mm-hmm. And like you, there's condensation everywhere. So you're constantly using your wipers and with the glare. So anyway, this yeah. that was the same thing twice you like you can't physically see no i know i almost come to a stop on the road and you're like fuck the car behind me yeah so that's what happens so i'm coming over like this hill and 
it is so bright that I can't see, but yet so dark otherwise because mm-hmm. you're blinded. It's, yeah, the contrast is and like there's you can't this, see anything. I just see this shadow come off the side of the road. Like, yeah. And so much of that road, it was on 191 when it happened the last time to me you know, years ago. I was going up to like Cherry Ridge that way, like going yeah. on that way. Um, so this was on six, but same thing, like so much part of the, so much of the road, it seems like the road sits here. Like the road is lower than the, mm-hmm. the woods around the side of it. Yeah. And these fucking deer are just like, I don't know if they think they're going to hop the road or whatever. Yeah. And they jump off and they jump right into fucking cars. Yeah. So. That's the thing. It's not, you never hit the deer that you already see standing on the side of the road or in the road. No, I've done it's that the once. Ones, well, yeah, but most of the time it's the ones that are booking it through the woods and they might not even know the road's fucking there and yeah. it's just bad timing and they're coming out of the woods just as you're driving by and smack right well but yeah where this one they're like oh i better jump there's a ravine or whatever mm-hmm. and don't realize it's fucking route six yeah and this black small suvs coming but i mean yeah yeah a second a second before it goes across my windshield like yeah yeah the fucking time and where it i mean could have come in my fucking passenger window yeah yeah, I just saw a picture recently online of a deer that went through some, you know, the de- fucking deer exploded yeah. went through the windshield and like it was unrecognizable, but the it's, back half was still sticking out of the windshield, you know. It what's fucked and I was when I was up in uh it was probably the last time I was up in in Toronto. Um I was in a I forget what store we were in, but it, it's like one of those uh like a Cabela's or Bass Pro shops. Okay. But up in Canada, they also sell hockey stuff in there. Oh, nice. Canada. <laughs> so, oh, what a good idea. So it's a huge store like that, a huge sporting goods store like that, which focuses more on the, you know, hunting and fishing, sporting side, and, and that than necessarily, you know, ball and stick sports. Mm-hmm. But because it's Canada, it's hockey, <laughs> et cetera. Ball and stick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but they have a fucking, uh, uh, like an elk like a stuffed elk or moose or whatever. One of those uh, yeah. big fucking animals. Probably a moose, yeah. That fucking people hit doing like 100 kilometers down the highway. Oh, yeah. They're huge, man. And they fucking like, I mean, people get killed all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At the very least, you'll total your car. Yeah. yeah you might lose or people. Now, it's probably an exaggeration. They've driven through and, you know, like just taking the top of their car right off. and get Yeah. <laughs> like under a semi truck. Yeah. Like Clark yeah. Griswold. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, but he didn't lose the roof of his yeah. car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, yeah. True. So, well, that was a log truck, so it was higher. That, yeah. It was higher exactly. than like a, a tractor trailer. To get a station wagon under, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that was my adventure home from uh, the here and now brewing, which we were, mm-hmm. so all, going all the way, 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 way back. This was supposed to be done there. Yeah. So we were going to originally, I think, was it my idea? I think. So, you know, Bob and Vince and I had a gig at the Here and Now in Honesdale, PA today. And I think I was, a couple weeks ago, I was like, dude, what if, uh, like, are you busy that day? What if you came down and, like, afterwards we did a podcast? Well, we originally thought we could maybe do an artist interview series, like, on right. the road. Yeah. And then do record that and then go back to Bob's house. Yeah, but Bob Bob had other commitments. Bob had another gig. Yeah. So he couldn't do it. So then we were like, all right, well, maybe we'll just do it at the bar, like after the gig with Vince and maybe another guy would be there who ended up bailing. But he was like, you could, you know, you guys can stop by my place if you want to hang. And we were like, well, you know, the bar is actually kind of noisy. Maybe like Jay said we could come hang. So we texted him like, hey, uh, you know, 
how about if we came and did the podcast and he was like, uh, what happened to the bar podcast? And then we never answered him. Yeah. So that's so kind of on like, our end though. <laughs> yeah. We were just like, uh, but then, yeah. And Vince lives up this way or he's staying up this way. His parents yeah. live up this way. So, um, we decided just to come back up to the, uh, dinner with podcast, dinner with podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dinner with schmucks podcast studio. And, oh uh, yes, and recorded this uh, episode one ten. Pop up episode one ten. God, I hope it's. We have to figure out something to make sure it's one ten. You could just like overdub some ridiculous voice doing a different number. Oh yeah, I'll just use a computer. Yeah, this is episode one hundred and twenty four. <laughs> no, yes. it would be that. Uh, you never know. Yeah, I don't unless we start releasing micropods. Yeah, hmm. like Tide pods, but for your ears. No, but not deadly. <laughs> but for your ears. Yeah. So that, yeah, and it was, it was, I didn't recognize Honesdale the second I turned onto it on the main street and I worked there for a year. I worked on main street for a year and didn't recognize it at all. Mm-hmm. It's quite different. So in this place was definitely not there. Uh, the last time I was in Honesdale. So I really wasn't sure what to expect. And, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to float, float a theory that I brought up to you. And, and I was kind of, it kind of hit me when I was sitting there watching you guys play. So it's like, it's like, a brewery, you know, the breweries, they're popping up everywhere. These microbreweries, right. And they all serve food. And it's a number of them, you know, they were popping up all over the place in Tampa. One, like right by where I lived, um, around here, there's one in, in, in Holly now too. They're kind of everywhere. I, I'm sitting there and I'm listening to you guys play and I'm drinking a beer and, and I have a very familiar familiar <laughs> familiar yeah that's correct how do you say that word familiar familiar but yeah it's like where like all those letters are it's kind of weird yeah anyway vibe mm-hmm. and you kind of look around and you, and you look at the people who are working there and it struck me they're all our generation that's doing this there it's it's very rarely do you find somebody that's you know a generation old and is still mm-hmm. trying you know opening up a, a brewery like this right right and the vibe inside was that coffee house vibe from college mm-hmm. yeah, that you went that. in, you know, there was maybe a little jazz combo playing or, but Hey, over here, there's some random, you know, games, you know, uh, that block game or, you know, now like all the card games, like mm-hmm. cards against humanity and stuff like that. And everything served there and like Mason jars and yeah, it's just, that's what these people, the, our generation went on and and sat through college and hung out in those places mm-hmm. and said, how can I do this, but make it more profitable? I'm going to brew my own beer and do this and bring the same concept. So very cool place. Um, yeah, I like it. The pizza is delicious. The pizza was, f- holy yeah, shit. I, I just, I just finished mine off and I, now I'm still really hungry. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, the, uh, I had a slice of Vince's. Oh, uh, yeah. that was so. Yours I was might, good too with the ricotta on it. But yeah, his whatever the basil. His oh my god! So, I might have to get get fast food on my way home. <laughs> my insides are just gonna be rotten completely. Uh, um, great food, but yeah, it was it was a Saturday night. Oh, Devil Six Rangers for Saturday oh. night. So it was. Uh, they turned quickly. Like the place kind of emptied it. You guys done it. We're done at four. It kind of mm-hmm. emptied out. And yeah, we surprisingly like, had a good crowd. Most of the gig. Yeah, and then it kind of like filled right back up and I'm like, all right, this is cool. It's kind of thinning out. We'll be good. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was just, it was going to be too new. We could have done it, but it, it wouldn't yeah. have been, um, 
it wouldn't have been the optimal idea. So no, we'll, we'll figure no. it out. We're, we'll definitely, uh, we want to take this on the road a little bit and get some outside stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, with all that being said, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Um, we've got to record yeah. another one tomorrow night. Yeah. So. And like we said tonight, the clock spring forward. So we're going to lose an hour of sleep. Yeah. You know, uh, now I don't have a trip to pack for. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this is so it's not worth talking about like what I'm excited about tomorrow night with the podcast because it's all past tense. Yeah, true. Uh, so go back and listen to episode 107. Yeah. And uh, it was a blast, man. It's, it you're was, really going to dig it. It was a blast. Yeah. I think some of our best moments were in that podcast. Episode 108 was a blast. Yeah. And episode 109 last week's episode. Yeah. We're, we're on a roll, dude. I mean, they've all been great. They're, They're winners. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like roulette hitting all, you know, like four blacks in a row. Uh, that is considered a hate crime these days, so I don't think you're allowed to do that. <laughs> Arigato. Arigato, racist. <laughs> and <blacks>. good night. <laughs> like George, I'll pull the George Costanza. All right, I'm out. <laughs> good night, everybody. Um, but, oh, we, uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk more um, three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it'd be funny if they went back and pieced these together somehow so that they were like, who's they? The listener. Oh, the listener. So they listened to them in chronological order of recording. All you have to do is just jump ahead. Well, yeah, maybe or, they're not or, that smart. Or wait, you got to wait. Three you really weeks. think we've got, you really think our listeners, I are think highbrow. our listeners are highbrow, very smart. I don't know. From I, every region of the world. We are fucking worldwide. I can't imagine anyone wanting to listen to me talk about anything ever. I, I, I see your ex-wife checking in on you weekly. <laughs> weekly. Just building a case. Just building that case. Or building up the courage to uh, have me killed or something. She's going to call into the schmuck line. We're going to get a message one week. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> it would mean we had a caller. We've had, I've, yeah, we've had callers. Okay. Anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so... Let's see. I can't really plug anything. I don't have anything to plug at the moment no, for either. upcoming stuff for us because I don't know what's going on yet. No, but I do know what to do if I am pointed at the Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. <laughs> I can't do yeah. it. That's figured, why you need to we, get that sound. Clip. We figured out your hide. I went to sleep. Yeah. She like she I, bailed. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, not even a text. That was kind of weird. Yeah. So I wonder if she was drugged. I think she just, uh, she got some strange and she's satisfied. She was like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to turn in. Yeah. Get me some rest. You know, come to think of it, there was another lump on the other side of the bed. Mm, there you go. So I might have been replaced. Yeah. While um, you're in the house. Yeah. In the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, that's, I, I mean, that's where basically I you're, you're a cuck hold. You're a cuck. <laughs> yeah. So can I get in on that or? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you go wait. upstairs and try. I can't wait till she hears that. No, thanks. I, I'd like to live. I don't want to be killed. Dinnerwithschmucks.com. All new. Uh, even still today, we're going to call it all new. Dinnerwithschmucks.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dinnerwithschmucks on Instagram and Facebook. DWS Podcast on Twitter. If you are not a fan of the uh, man occupying the White House right now, following our Twitter feed is fun. Because basically <laughs> I just get bored sometimes and just uh, relentlessly call him out as a liar. <laughs> That's pretty cool. 
Yeah. And we get some retweets and some likes on those. So Always not on our original thing. content, just on, on yeah. that stuff. So right, of course. Um, and if <laughs> I would you, expect no different. If you do s- support him, then we're probably not the podcast for you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one was kind of light. At Vince's request, we kept the politics. It, 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 politics were very actually entwined, just not directly. Yeah. So, but we did talk a lot of aliens. Aliens, and which was originally one of his requests to not not talk about, but right, you know, earlier before we started, we, I kind of we were already we just naturally came upon it, and I was like, oh well, you know, it's too. I, I wanted, I'd love to do this on the podcast, but you kind, you know, you didn't want to, and he was like, no, no, it's 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 cool. We can, we can talk aliens, so I did. And it's gone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else we got? Dieterwinterly for all your Dieter Winterly needs. That's right. And um, uh, I'm on special. Uh, do do dinnerschmucks.threadless.com. Yeah, don't buy from the guy in the parking lot. Come no. on now. Unless unless that guy's got a better deal, then let me know because I want to print T-shirts wherever he's. Yeah, that's t-shirts. a good point. Yeah, <laughs> tell him to call um, the the number, the call-in number. Yeah, the call-in number. But other than that, no, we're we're just rambling now. I feel bad. All Let's right. uh, sign off. Signing off from the Moon Pigeon Podcast Studio. No, it's not. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> That's Jungle Boogie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, signing off from the Dinner with Schmucks Podcast Studios here in the summit. Yep. Part of the Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. Sans sound effect. <laughs> and uh, we'll be hearing more from us shortly. Yeah. Later. Peace. Namaste, you guys. Bon appetit, Wolfgang Schmucks. This has been another episode of the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. If you like what you heard, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash dinner with schmucks. We are Dinner with Schmucks on Instagram and at DWS Podcast on Twitter. If you want to connect with us old school, you can send us an email, dinnerwithschmucks at gmail.com. We may even give you our mailing address. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review on iTunes. Oh, and make sure you tell a friend. Until next time. What are you doing buying your stuff from the guy selling in the parking lot? Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com is the only place to pick up all of your official Dinner with Schmucks podcast swags. T-shirt does? Tees, hoodies, cell phone cases, and prints. It's all just a click away. Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com.